we always think of the concept of the money we have in life insurance as using our own dollars, but that's not what's happening. We are borrowing against our policy using the life insurance money, life insurance company's money to build wealth because our dollars are staying intact. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. We're talking about cash flow banking, infinite banking, and asset, and how you can get 140% on your boring old whole life insurance policy. And we're actually going to break down the math, and you're going to understand that, yes, this is a little bit of clickbait, but the math does add up, and you can you can also maybe prove a point that math can lie. <laughs> um, with that said, big picture-wise, anything that you want to add before we get to the whiteboard and take a math lesson? Yeah, I think the biggest piece about this concept that I want people to understand is the power of leverage and totally. using somebody else's money to build wealth. And we always think of the concept of the money we have in life insurance as using our own dollars, but that's not what's happening. We are borrowing against our policy using the life insurance money, life insurance company's money to build wealth because our dollars are staying intact. So anybody that's out there that understands wealth building, leverage is a huge piece of that. And that's what we're going to share. All righty. So, um, so essentially, if you did not have a whole life insurance policy, what you would do is you would take your money and you would put it right into an investment or something. You'd put it, we're assuming, an investment. And for this example, you use 12%. We'll watch you break down the math um, and make it make it good. But so you take your money, you put it into 12%. This is an or conversation, most likely. So your money's not here anymore, but it's over here. And then you get the benefits of this 12%. Make sense? Amazing. Um, what we're talking about in this strategy is we're taking this person. We're saying what we're going to do is we're going to reroute this into life insurance. And again, just, just to be very fair and balanced, there's usually um, some pros and cons to this. The pros is you get death benefit, you get your money internally working, you get to control your cash, which you get to borrow against. I think there's a lot of evidence and proof that this shows up powerfully in retirement and you get control. So I talk about in, in my book, controlled compounding. It compounds, but you also get to control and access that capital. So the the value the value of that is instead of borrowing from yourself, instead of taking that money out and disrespecting the long-term value of a compounded dollar, you're borrowing against, which means you you can you're actually borrowing just to, let's make this more accurate. You're taking the insurance company's money and you're saying I'm going to borrow against the insurance company's money and they're going to put this money up as like collateral. Mm -hmm. So you're not taking your money out but you're you're lean against your policy is there. And so it, it covers the insurance is backside. And it also, it's just the way that it works. And so this transaction, there's a control cost. That's what I talk about in my book. This is the policy loan or the interest. And so for easy math, we're going to say this is 5%. Now note, um, Dom and I did a video or uh, earlier that you'll be able to see that talks about third party lending and policy loans and you might be able to get a policy loan that's a lot cheaper than 5%. So make sure to go check that out because I think it's interesting. But for this example, we're going to talk about this being the control cost or the policy loan. Now, here's here's a cool thing. What we're about to show you is nothing magical. Be very careful. It's like I don't I, I want you guys to really understand where we're coming from. Um, 
we understand the YouTube algorithm and it also helps if you like, subscribe, <laughs> share. I'm going to try to fit those into all the videos. If you're listening to this, you should go over to YouTube and watch the video, but hopefully you're gaining value and listening to, to the podcast. Um, okay. So what we're, what we're doing here is the same thing that goes with like option trading and all this. They, they make, you can say like, oh, you got 600% on your money. Okay. But how much of that volume was your money working on? In this case, the reason why we can say stuff like that is your majority of your money, all your money and your policy is continuing to cruise along. And some people look at the IRR, but I really think we should look at just the benefit alone of having life insurance. It's incredible. And one of the huge benefits is it allows you to borrow against at a control cost. So if you're borrowing against a policy, how much of your additional money is in that deal? It's the policy interest. It, and again, the reason I love actually calling it the control cost is that's your that's the cost of controlling that capital. Now, this is how the math works out. Let's say you take a 5% loan and let's say you want to you're going to get that same 12% investment. Person A over here took that 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 money, it's no longer in their savings, it's in their investment and they're getting just the investment. This person because it's an and conversation, you can check out my book The And Asset. Um it's an and conversation. They're having their policy and this, but it's going to cost them additional 5%. And so in, so they're taking this investment. They're taking $12 minus five. Why are we minusing five, Dom? We're minusing five because that's the interest. Yes. So we're assuming, we're assuming now percentages, but just to make this simple, if we're, if we're borrowing $100, your $100 stays in the policy, it's going to cost you an additional $5 if we're assuming an annual deal. And so you're at the end of five, uh, at the end of one year, you're out $5 and you're earning 12. Okay. So then you're, you're going to get a seven, $7 back. And then, and then we divide that by five. And when you do that, we get 1.4, you multiply this by a hundred and everyone's back to good old, I don't know what, what, what grade do people learn this at? Um, Probably kindergarten. No, no, no. <laughs> Full transparency. Dom and I were trying to figure out the percentages before we go live. We're like, That's we have true. to get this. We have to get this figured out. There, there's a good friend of mine that says never do a math equation that you've never done live. And that was the first it, time we done it. Yeah, but no, <laughs> I was just joking. I get, I get mixed up, you know. Um, so, so that's 140 percent. Okay. So again, it really is the power of of leveraging your savings. And, and that's, that's powerful. So let's just, let's just do this. What if you have a 5% loan? And, and so a common question is, should you take a loan to um, buy, let's say you can earn 4% on something. Should you pay five to earn four? Let's, let's see, Let, you will be able to answer this question. So you can earn four, it's costing you five. So this is a negative, negative one. And then we do this and this is a negative two, times 100. I'm not a math genius, but you just lost 20%. <laughs> so so how would you answer that? It, hey, Caleb, or Dom, or Better Wealth, should I borrow at five and put my money in a 4% CD? No. Unless, <laughs> unless there's other benefits there that I that need to be put on the equation, because I'll be the first to say we need to be very fair and balanced when we're looking at everything. If that's the only equation, you should not. What's interesting is should you should you borrow at five to earn seven? And again, I'm not I'm I'm not going to say yes or no because every situation is different. You might seven percent the opportunity cost of tying up capital in a seven percent investment might be bad from a pure mathematical standpoint. If you take seven and you 
subtract five. That's a control cost. The seven is the rate of return. You get two, and then you take five, and that is, what is that, 0.4? Yes. 0.4. That's correct. Okay, times 100, it's 40%. Okay, so this is, again, how, how the math works. What, what I want to just point out is um, when, we're, when we're looking at this, like the opportunity cost of a dollar, again, uh, the, something that I would challenge all of our friends and, and people that are taking advantage of the policy loan is remember, you have an opportunity cost of using capital. There's a risk to that, so that needs to go into the equation. But would I personally take a policy loan at 5% to earn seven in my case, absolutely not. Because I would much rather have money liquid because my upside in opportunities is way greater than 7%. That's just my investment philosophy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tie up capital to earn that difference because of my situation. But we do have clients that they, they put themselves, they, they have a deal like that and it works great and they get all the benefits of life insurance that we're not gonna go into in this, this, this video. But if this video is interesting, go check out our channel, go check out our website, Better Wealth, go get my book. I'm just like plugging everything. And, gotcha. uh, but anyways, anything that you wanna add to this, this video? Yeah, what I would point out in regards to the, the whiteboard, oops, scroll down, is this one right here, right? You're talking about um, you know, capital and cost and should I or should I not? Should I take borrow to five to go get four and get a negative percentage? Well, this could also be the same instance and people ask, should I borrow from my end asset to pay off my mortgage, right? If I'm getting a 2.5% on my mortgage, well, why would I borrow at 5% to pay off my mortgage and get a negative percent? It just doesn't make any sense. So it's just also not just going out and investing, but also paying off debt as well. So it's just something to consider. I think that's, I think you just opened up a can of worms, my friend, uh -oh, but thank you. <laughs> that's, that's why I like having a co-pilot. Make sure to uh, give, give Dom some love. If you have any questions about this, you can reach out to us, check out the links below. Uh, we want to be a company that's super relevant, that's super encouraging. At the end of the day, Better Wealth is here to unlock intentional living. This is not all we do, but if we do overfund the life insurance, we're going to do it well. And in everything that we want to do, we want to know that money is just a tool to help us live hopefully in a powerful way and be able to serve people in, in an even more greater way. So with that, go out, have a great rest of your day and, and continue to live intentionally. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review and share this with the people that you know and love.